faith, he was obedient to be in the place, but the provision for the offering was there in the form of a ram and not Isaac. Stay tuned because we're going to bring all the truth about. Yeah, go read it. Verse 23. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. Yes. So a man is justified, prosper by faith correspond with works. Okay? So faith in action produce the result of a fruitful life. Okay? So let's say it again. My faith and correspond to my work mm-hmm. that I'm going to produce equal a life of fruitfulness, mm-hmm. a life of prosperity, mm-hmm. a life of total fulfillment. That's good because it proved, continue yeah. to prove, yeah. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. Yeah. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, poor. but the hand of the diligent makes rich. So it's yeah. focusing on the productivity of the hand, what it produces. A slack hand becomes poor, yeah. but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Doesn't say nothing about faith. No. Because faith have to, faith comes. Mm-hmm. And how do I know that is faith? When I start to do it. Mm-hmm. When I work. Let me prove, let's prove that. Go to uh, Genesis chapter 22. We're going to prove. Genesis chapter 22. Go ahead. Verse 1. Yes. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, here I am. So here's another here I am response. Yes. Like earlier in the week, Ananias yes. said, here I am. Yes. And Saul said, Lord, who are, who are you? you? <laughs> so we know that these two guys, that Abraham has a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. He just knows his voice. Verse 2, then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God, God had, had told him. him. Stop right there, Dad. Mm-hmm. Who is a friend of God? Abraham. Abraham. And why is a friend of God? Because he hears... Mm-hmm. And he obeyed. Forget it this, this week. He hears what God says and he obeys. Doesn't question it. God call him, take his son. I know you love him. Go offer him as a burnt sacrifice to me on one of those mountains that I will what? Show you. And Abraham immediately. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Rose early. Rose early, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And he went on his way to do what? To do what God has says to him. And like, and like you says, 
Yeah. Now, don't get it twisted now. Abraham did not kill his son. Because God provided a, a ram, right? That's what he right. says. It was a test. It was a test. And he had to show up for his test. test. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, test up what? Obedience. Now, let's see what if that is true that I just said. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 through 90. Verse 17 through 90. The word of God is powerful. It's quick. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is good for doctrine. It's good for instruction. It is good to the soul. <laughs> I'm feeling good this morning, Diane. Now, now, Diane, look at Hebrews 11 now, verse 17, in light of what we said. By faith, yeah. Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, yeah. of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Yeah. Concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in Not a figurative, figurative sense. sense. Oh. So, ah. Abraham knew it, knew that Isaac was never going to be the sacrifice because God shows him in a what sense? In a, in a figure, in a figurative sense. God already showed it to him. By what? By faith, mm-hmm. we said. Except a man be what? Born again. He can what? See. see. He can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abraham could see. Mm-hmm. That's why Abraham could trust off knowing that Isaac is the promise. And God already says mm-hmm. that God can't lie. He says, by the seed of Isaac, all men shall be blessed. The world going to be blessed. The world is going to be blessed. His seed is going to multiply. God can't lie. Mm-hmm. So here's God saying one thing that Isaac is the, the blessing coming through this guy. Uh, as the sons, you shall be the father mm-hmm. of what? Many nations. Mm-hmm. Through who? Isaac. Isaac. And now kill Isaac? Everyone says, wait a minute, God can't lie. Mm-hmm. So if, if I kill him physically, he could raise him up. So I'm not going to worry. God, I want that faith, Dad. Believe that thing. I know God can't what? Lie. He says, I am going to do it because God can't lie. So it is impossible for Isaac to what? Die. Die Die before his time. He cannot die Die before before his his time time. because there's a promise that's assigned to come through him. And he ain't had no children yet. He ain't had no descendants yet. It hasn't been established yet. So it's not his time to die. So... That's why evil, read by evil mm-hmm. again. So here the key out of Hebrews chapter 11. Why make him was so assured. By faith, faith Abraham, yeah. when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises Promise. offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed mm-hmm. shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, yeah. From which he also received him in, in a, a figurative sense. He received yeah. him in mm-hmm. a figurative, figurative sense. He received him from the dead womb dead of his wife life. and yes. the deadness of his own body, which he did not consider. He fulfilled the promise of God. So he knew. Why? Because mm-hmm. 
He that is born again, see the way God does things. Mm -hmm. Everyone was seeing the way God does mm -hmm. things. And therefore, it was accounted unto him. And therefore, he was not poor in children. He was what? Rich in children. Mm -hmm. Ooh, he was yeah. not poor in children. Mm -hmm. He was rich mm -hmm. in children. He was the father of many nations Nation. because he was seeing it mm -hmm. from a kingdom perspective. He was navigating by what he was seeing in the kingdom. He wasn't navigating or negotiating <laughs> by his own opinions. A lot of times we're negotiating with opinions and it's causing us not to be able to adequately navigate the way in which God is showing us to go. So I'm sure his own opinion was not um, favorable in this situation. That's his son. If he, he would have let his emotions get in the mix of it, it never would have came to pass. But he had to be able to see beyond the momentary circumstances. He couldn't just remain in that situation. He had to see past. And he knew that the same God who was faithful before will continue to be faithful. The same God who promised that cannot lie will bring it to pass as he goes through the course, as he navigates, as he maneuvers through the course in obedience, as he does these things, as he fears God, he honors God enough to do what God says. That's the fear of God, honoring God enough to do what he says, not hiding when you hear him talk. That's not that's not the fear of the Lord that they're talking about. Not feeling like you can get slapped upside the head by God. That's not it. The fear of God is honoring him enough to do what he says, which means that we have to put all of our own opinions to the sides and all the ne negotiations that we want to do with God instead of doing um, obediently what he tells us to do. We have to put all that mess onto the side and to do what he says to do so then we will see his covenant make your day count. thank you for tuning in to the make your day count broadcast with pastor errol beckford senior pastor of celebration tabernacle church in the beautiful city of coco for more information on this broadcast please contact us at 321-638-0381 tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Hey, this is Mark Vollmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you Whaling do life right. Whaling Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world. And Whalen specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single-family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Whalen Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit Whalen Duff. Duff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold. It's time to let the light in, let the light in. What's so Hello everyone and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin in Church of France. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. So join us today as we look at the Bible, life as a believer in Christ, and how to be relevant as a church reaching out to a modern world with the message of Jesus Christ. Now here's our hosts Kevin and Cher from Lighthouse Christian Church in Merritt Island, Florida. 
Hey everyone, Pastor Kevin Radlin here. Just wanted to take a moment and let you know that every Friday we're going to give you a piece of the sermon from our Sunday service so that you can enjoy and see what we're doing here at Lighthouse Christian Church every week. So I hope you enjoy this and that it ministers to you today. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. But imagine trying to move a mountain. You know, as I'm standing there looking at that, I'm like, how do you move a mountain? That's not an easy task. I'm sure somewhere along the way, somebody's moved one, you know, or cut through it or, or done things. But you, you can't just pick, pick up a mountain in your life. And I, I started thinking about, uh, you know, how do we, how would you do that? I mean, there's no dump truck big enough to put a mountain in and carry it. I, I looked for the world's largest dump truck, and this is what I came up with. No mountain is still going to fit in there, okay? You know, I mean, how many trips would it take to move a mountain, even with a dump truck that big? It would take a lot, not to say that it couldn't be done, but I, I'm looking at this scripture in Mark eleven twenty three. Turn with me there, and it says this. It says, for surely I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that these things which he says will be done, he'll have whatever he says. It's like, hmm. So the Bible is telling me that I can move mountains. And I'm in the mountains and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I... It was crazy, you know, but here's the thing. I don't think Jesus was talking about literal mountains when he was talking about this. I think he meant that there are situations in our life. Somebody say situations. Any of you guys ever had a situation? There's situations in our life that sometimes can look like gigantic mountains in our life. And how do you move them? Because I've had to overcome some major mountains in my own life. I know some of you have too. Uh, but here, here's what I came to the conclusion. Because I've seen mountains move in my life. And I was like, well, how did they move? And I had to come to this conclusion. Faith that moves mountains believes that nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God, Okay. Say, without God, there are a lot of things that are not possible in your life. There's a lot of mountains that we may face and look at in our life and go, I don't see any way out of this. I don't know any other possible way that I could overcome this, move this, go around this, or through this. But you got to understand that 